Hi, Peter Borker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now joining me today in the studio is Jane Jay, founder of Ace of Spades PR agency. Jay, so good to have you here today. Good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias. What's what's going on, Pete? You know, get company you nice with the sunlight in my face in Miami. You know, someone said to me this morning, you look like a Miami kind of guy. I said, just sign the check. All right. Just yeah. just pay the bill. <laughs> yeah. And you look in the UK and you just look like a UK kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yes. dude. I'm I'm washed out. I'm, I'm whatever people need me to be. You know, where are you from? Where do I need you to be so you can so I can get your attention? Well, Australia. Then we're Australian today. London, we're London today. And today you're Miami. Great. Yes, sir. So here's an interesting question for you because over the last couple of, well, I'll say over the last five to 10 years, there's been yeah. this obsession with creating an online presence. And I think those that got on really early in the process mm -hmm. got away with having some presence in an uncrowded space. And no matter how mm -hmm. awful the content was, they got traction. But mm. you look over the last, or especially the last five years, these, these channel online channels, they've become so damn congested. And people are finding it harder and harder and harder to be seen. Why do you think that is? Because well, it's noisy. It's, it's super noisy. You know, like, I remember when I did YouTube 10 years ago in 2009, right? The only, that was the only video platform that was popping that was like where you would go like there were other sites but you would like go to youtube go to youtube so because i was the earlier adapter in, in the entertainment space and we used some good keywords and you know i was doing three videos a week with good content you'd be kind number one so now you've got all these platforms and everything is video driven you know every app if they don't have video except for maybe clubhouse right which was a specific need or want or reason you know the the you're you're losing so it's 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 challenging you know and and now the barrier to entry in a good way and a bad way is so easy to create content you know so it gives a lot of new people content creators the chance to share themselves but that also means there's a lot of people that aren't very good you know that are just putting out crap filler mm. So you, you're, you're trying to like swim through all the bad stuff to find the good stuff, you know? And a lot of people will say, but I am putting out there good stuff. But even the good stuff I'm putting out there isn't getting visibility. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like even for someone like myself with a profile, I'm big on understanding the power of like going back to old school, like, consistency is powerful, but like long-term longevity is powerful. I did three videos a week for three years straight in YouTube in 2009 on that platform with no noise until I got traction. So just think about that for two seconds. Now people want to be like, I did, I did 14 days of content. It didn't work. I'm like, come back to me in 42 weeks. And you, you know? actually did that for how long? Three videos a week, two years. No, no. So three, I did three videos a week. I did, I did, I did over 800 videos. So it was about three videos, two to three videos a week for about 10 years, but it took me two and a half to three years to get actually like the spike of traction. And that was back in the day. That was 2009, 2012. When there yeah. wasn't that much noise. No, there was, there was, you, you didn't really, you, the whole video platform thing was new. 
you know? And, and, and I was also in a space that was like pretty unique magic and entertainment. So it just, that, that sort of gives perspective on like, if it took me that long back then, how long is it going to take now? Now, however, to give some optimism to this though, it is a lot easier to get quick attraction though. So like now people like, wow, I've been putting content up for six months and someone saw it, reshared it, you know, reshared my cupcake videos that got picked up by Good Morning America. I got the book deal, you know, and that's the space I play in personal branding. So like people forget like, yes, it may take longer, but it, all it could take is, because there's so much sharing. And if it's good content, someone sees it on Reddit, they share it, the producer, they share it with the producer and a forward in the email. She's like, I like this person. We actually have a cupcake segment coming up. Reach out to her. She goes on the show four months later. She's a superstar. So people that have tuned into today's episode, look, the reality is that most people that go on to online, they're creating content. They're creating content for a purpose, right? Yes. So sir. either they want to get themselves to be that famous. So some people ch chase fame. Other people may just go out there and say, I want more business. Yeah, those, yeah. That aren't, those that are not getting the traction they need, where do they need to start? Where do they need to sort of, where would be some good fundamental basics they need to consider when reevaluating their strategy that they believe isn't quite working for them? Well, yeah, well, well, as we said before, it's a great question. Before we even started the call was, what is the reason why you're doing this? You know, without going too much into the, like the, the whole why analogy, but like, there is a difference between wanting, do you want likes? Do you want fame? Do you want validation? Do you want cash flow? Do you want clients? Like you have to be really dial in and be honest with yourself too. You know, we work with a lot of people around the world. And, you know, when they come to me and wanting to get online, build a personal brand, the first thing I say, like, why is this important to you? And then why do you want to do this? And once I dig, then we come up with the strategy. Because man, like we could, you know, we, we could get you famous pretty quick now. We could do a couple of things, you know, we could shoot some videos, we could get you, you know, seen. Or if you're wanting high ticket clients, like if you want people to, to give you 10, 50, 100 grand a contract, well, then that's a different strategy, you know? So what I would do now, if I was like helping a new client, I would probably use this. I would go to, I'd create content, but create the content on a platform or a place where all your people are going to be. Facebook groups is something that people forget about a lot. You go to like Facebook, they spend a lot of money and time on your, on the groups. That's their number one. I know the Facebook team, like, you know, obviously with our business there, other than like ads brands, they put all their energy to Facebook groups. Why? Because they want everybody on the app, longer time on the app, a longer time on Facebook, more engagement time. They use that, that, that data to sell to brands. So they put a lot of time on making that as best as possible. So I would create content to the group that already are into the same thing that probably have the pain or problem and get to know the host, man, those people are probably going to buy from you rather than just doing TikToks and hoping to get a client out of it. But Pete, like, let me be real though. The problem is this, a lot of people in life have never felt the feeling of fame and fame is a, a very, it's a scary drug. I've felt, I've had it for a long time in the entertainment space, but it was gradual and I've had it since I was 15. So it doesn't, 
It doesn't give me the dopamine spike it used to, right? 15, 16, 22, yeah, I was cool. I felt like, yeah, cool, I got likes. Now it doesn't do anything for me. But I've seen people in my office, I've seen people you know, around the town, they get 45,000 views on a TikTok. They're not coming through with like, wow, I really helped someone. I got 45,000 views. That's a, that's, that can be dangerous. You can right. actually lose, you know? And I think that's a danger that people go on there and it's like, well, people see it maybe as a quick fix. As, okay, this is, if we do this and we get good on social and we do mm-hmm. stupid shit on social, I'll become famous and I'm going to make a lot of money. But the reality is very few people make a substantial amount of money on social. Yeah, well, well, you know, I think you're right, you know, to give context behind that, I would say there, there are a lot of people that use that make a lot of money with social. I think a lot of people, though, do things to try to get famous or to try to do that. And there's no plan, yeah. you know, there's no strategy. And they've seen someone else do it. I could do a couple of videos, you know, because that's marketing, right? right? I did three videos. I did three videos on TikTok. I made 100 grand. Oh, I could do three videos. Well, hang on a second. Let's just get an understanding. Let's not buy into the hype. You know. So here's a nut. So okay, we've been talking about okay, getting our videos, creating content, and that requires normally you as an entrepreneur or whoever to get behind the camera. However, there's this big reticence out there where I don't want it to be me. I want it to be my business. And therefore they choose company branding over personal branding what's your Mm -hmm. thoughts on that i'm a big believer of like people aren't buying the product they're buying you okay we don't buy gone yeah yeah we don't we don't buy from we don't buy from a robot we buy from a human you know now i know there'll be people listening oh well when i go on amazon i don't buy from jeff i don't buy from jeff bezos i buy toilet paper yeah yeah i get that right but when it comes to something that's really a pain or a problem, right? You're really buying from the from the person behind it, right? You buy. You want to get to know the person. You want to get to know what they stand for, what they believe. You know, when I connect with them, and I've seen it firsthand, multiple times. How I give money, right? Look at something, Peter, that you bought. Have you ever given someone money to someone that you weren't even really, you didn't really care about the landing page, like the product? I mean, I like the guy. I connect with him. You know. I would definitely say that's true for services. Yeah. So whenever I'm looking to business. engage for a services business, right? then right. yet I want to know who I'm dealing with and I want a relationship with that person. Yes. And I suppose I use, I look at what they put out there, the language that they use. And for me, it establishes a rapport. It allows me to understand the person. And yeah. in some respects, it builds that trust. So yeah, absolutely. In services, mm. I think... It's key. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm glad and you look, said that. Yeah. And even with products too, and thanks for bringing that up. Cause yeah, look, I'm, I've always been in the service business from being an entertainer to running a nightclub to running a PR agency. It's service-based. I like people, right? But even with the product now too, with company branding, people want to get to know the story, you know? Okay, cool. So I'm going to buy this soap. Where was the soap made? Like, is it, you know, obviously, you know, I was going to say gluten-free, probably it's gluten-free, vegan-free, gluten-free, you know, land-free, whatever the the freeze you got to use. But, you know, what does it stand for? You'll notice on a lot of new companies, like who the founder is, what, why it started, because it's storytelling, you know, 
you want to buy into the story. You want to feel like when you're using this stove, I'm putting something on my body that the owner actually like spent time and he cares. Yeah. And I'm glad you've cleared that up because I've had so many interesting conversations with people where they're so adamant that they're just going to push the company. They don't want to get on camera or they don't want to put stuff out there. And that relationship is never formed. And the result of it is that they never get traction. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, this is interesting. I just thought of this when you were speaking, who think, let me answer this question for me. Who is someone that runs an airline company that comes to mind straight away? Richard Branson. We used to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Richard Branson, right. You don't know the owner of American airlines. You don't know the owner of Qatar. Like you don't know the owner of Qantas, right. It's, it's Richard, you know, he's leveraged the Virgin brand, Virgin airlines, but he's done different things. Absolutely. And like, I would love to know the fact, like, Tell me if I'm wrong, but like, I'm sure that Richard makes so much more impact and income, right? Than American Airlines CEO owner, than those guys, because people know him, they trust him, they like him. So he anything he touches, Virgin Records, Virgin Trains, Virgin Money, like, it's, oh, it's Richard. Yeah, yeah, of course, give him, give him another 100 mil. Like, that's, that's power, man. We've seen that with Elon Musk. Dude, Elon is killing it. Like, it is. Elon is just the coolest... I don't give up kind of guy in the game. And, and, you know, now you, you know, invested, you know, obviously got into Twitter, just, just ultimate well done. Like that's the kind of, that's the kind of guy I respect. He's put in the hours, he's made money. He's, he's, he's making an impact. He, he's like, he's sort of like DeSantos, like the guy that runs Miami. He's loved. No, no one's got anything bad to say about him. <laughs> and you know what the interesting thing is? He has, to his name, $3 billion corporations. Wow. So you look at Solar City, you look at SpaceX, you look at Tesla, they're mainly smashing it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and, and he's, put, you know, he's, he's done the runs on the board, you know, to do that, but also like he, he stands for something. Once again, he stands for something. So, and he's got better over the years. You can see that he's had the training he knows how to create content. He knows how to communicate with the... It's probably sell a lot, you know? Yeah. Just because... I think it's just cut out for a second, but you're back. Yeah, no worries. We're still, no. We're still good. Yeah, it's a, it's the power of technology. Sometimes it works really well. Sometimes you have your hiccups. But that's the way it goes, audience. But yeah, with Elon Musk, yeah, he's yeah. just been absolutely epic. So, Jay. Yeah. Do you think that people that want to have an online presence, do you think it's a smart thing to do is to get some training on how to create content as opposed to just yeah. go out there and think that you can create content? Because you've been in yeah, the entertainment I, industry for decades. Yeah. Surely you've learned how to do this stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'll, I'll bring it back to me personally. The biggest mistake I think I made for so long was trying to do it all myself, thinking I, I know, you know, and I, that's probably my, my hardest thing that I always have to like, I always go back to like, I'll do it myself. Like that's a hard muscle to, that's something I'm constantly dealing with. Like if I, if I can't do it in a day or if I can figure it out, I have to learn how to let go and, 
and, and pay someone. I'm big on pay someone more money than most because I'll get better service and I'll get better quality. I think a lot of people don't treat it like a business, you know, oh, it's just content. This is a business. This is a billion or maybe trillion dollar business and you're wanting to go into it cold, you know? Can isn't I think- it interesting, Pete? I was going to say, Pete, isn't it interesting when you, when you like, now I think about this like with all the people I coach, the moment when you, when you question or ask someone a hard question, like, you know, for example, like when I will say to someone, how long have you been doing content for? And they're like, three weeks. And I won't even say anything. I'll let them realize how stupid they are by saying that, you know, same thing. Hey, so you're, you're trying to build your online presence. Cool, man. How's it going? It's going, it's, it's tough. Okay. You've been in it for like six months again. Okay? And I'll pause. If he doesn't get it, I'll be like, so like, who are you paying to get advisory on? Like who's helping you? I'm doing it myself. Yeah. It's the blind lead in the blind. And actually you I hit the nail yeah. on the head when you said most people don't, most people don't treat it like a business. Dude, we, we, you know, I know the entrepreneurial life. It's like, you know, let's run it all ourselves. But, you know, it, it's, it's, and let's see why I like having these conversations because it reminds me, like I'm already thinking of stuff like, okay, I, I, I need to pay, I need to get that sorted. You know, I'm trying to manage it myself. Like, you know. Yeah, no, it's interesting. And it's, I suppose it's how you appreciate, how you approach it and how you appreciate good advice. Because we don't know anything, actually, to be honest with you, when I first became interested in sort of broadcasting on social, creating content, yeah, I was a subject matter expert at what I did, but I knew zip about content. Right. I knew zip about how to get the content out there, how to get it distributed. And I was fortunate enough that I had the wisdom to not learn it myself and try to be the expert, but find great people to advise me. Mm. And actually, those people do change over time because as the platforms evolve, the expert of today may not be the expert of tomorrow. So yeah. we have to continuously yeah, evolve. Yeah, and, and and speaking of that, like when if people are going, okay, now it makes sense. I need to go get some help. Biggest rule I can tell people about going to get help: look at someone you like, you connect with, and look at they're doing it now. Like I, I know that there are like old school methods and rules and and things that you know, work in the nineties or early two thousands, but like, I want to work with someone that's doing it today. And if I can see it every day with them, like I know what, you know, they're, they're, they're selling what they're doing. You know, I'm big on that. How, how can I sell a verification tick on Instagram? How can I sell Forbes? How can I sell getting on TV if I haven't done it? Or if I haven't got a track record of everybody else doing it, you know? And, and, and like so many people are quick to give people money. Like, dude, what has he done? Show me. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in people's corner, but like, I tell people all the time, like when people try to pitch me, I'm very, like, I'm Australian, man. Maybe it's just, I'm Boise. I'm like, listen, thank you for reaching out. You know, like I'm, I appreciate people that reach out. Cause that's what I'm like, but I'm like, Hey man, listen, I'll give you another shot. Cause I don't trust you. And people are shocked when I said it, I'm like, look at your online presence. I Google you. Nothing comes up. There's no testimonials in your Instagram, right? Like you, you've got four photos. That, like I, like, dude, fix it and come back to me. Like, no one's ever said these to these people. We just, what do we say? We were nice, not interested. No, thank you. No, we, we could be interested. You just made it hard for us to trust you. And, and we make it an instant impression, like instant, like, no, yes. 
Yeah, like, you know, the, yeah. And very often that's like the plumber with leaky taps. They could be an excellent plumber, but if their own kitchen's leaking, how much confidence do you have in that person? Yeah, man, pe- people forget. Like, I know that people think like, we overthink it sometimes of like, oh, maybe it's my product, maybe it's my service. No, dude, they don't trust you. They don't, they don't think you're the right guy for the job. They see something. That's why messaging is really important online. You know, especially with, you know, a lot of women listening as well. Like I've helped a lot of coach, a lot of women. And the first thing we do is clean up their social. I know you want to show off the cool photos of you, the sexy photos. I get it. Right. You should be proud of who you are. But at the end of the day, when you're trying to push a service and the messaging is off and someone's like, no, that is, you're done. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's harder to like, they stand, they stand back. Yeah. You want to get them to lean in, not lean back. I'd rather go with that person because at least she's, I trust her. And that's the thing is about making sure you don't send mixed messages and you don't confuse people and yeah. you don't break the trust before it's even had the chance to be made. Yeah. And, and to give a tactic on that, to help everybody for free, that doesn't cost you any money. If everybody usually goes out and grabs a coffee or lunch every day, this is what I used to do. I go to Starbucks and I'd show the girl behind the counter. Hey, what does this photo say? What does my profile look like? I would get instant focus group feedback. They love it. They're bored. Hey, can you, I just want your honesty. Be honest with me, please, Sarah. Look at my, like, look at this or look at the website. What, what does this mean? What does this say? She's like, ah, that doesn't, what do you, do you do this? Oh, okay. That's a normal person with no emotion reason for her to lie. I'm getting great feedback. Thank you for sharing that. Now I go fix it. It's like, I'm always asking people, what do they think? What do they feel? You know, like how, like, does this make sense to you? Because they're, they're, that's, that's the, they're the audience. That, they're, not, they're not the audience that maybe I'm trying to like win over, but they're the honest audience. They're not going to lie to you. Why would they lie? So you help people with all this stuff. If, if the listeners today are interested yeah. and they really think, okay, do you know what? I need help with this. Jay's the dude that could potentially help me. Yeah. How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, it's, you know, it's simple. It's something I've said, Pete, it's resonated with people. If they're like, listen, I, um, I'm putting a lot of stuff out. I'm not getting traction or I want to be the go-to or, you know, I, I just have no clue on what to do online. Like I'm making money, you know, my business is good, but I know I'm losing out by not being on present. You know, we can have a, we can have a strategy call. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You know, it's just, let me, let me learn about your business and where you're going. So acesspadesagency.com com sorry ace of spades agency.com and you know look at one look at my work you know stalk me a little bit make sure i'm the right fit for you and then once you book in the call like you know do it if you're serious man i, I do this three c thing you can use this pete so that i need people to have the three c's before working with me one they need to be committed right i ain't going to commit to if you're not going to commit right two you need to have be coachable like, don't go come to me and be want to do it your way. That's happened to me multiple mm-hmm. times. And the final thing, Pete, the London subway takes cash. I take mm-hmm. cash. <laughs> so until until we can do fist bumps to get on the train, until we can do fist bumps to hang out at the hotel and have the $19 coffee in, you know, in London, if it's, is it that much these days? We need cash. So committed, coach, coachable and cash. If, if, if you're ready to invest and you're serious about it, dude, I'll help brilliant now if anything we spoke about today resonates with you you want a bit more information head over to booker.com and get in touch jay you've been an awesome guest thank you so much it's been epic 
And remember everyone, failing to learn is learning to fail. Please stay safe. And that's a great example where you've got to learn how to become great at social.